Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for the love of cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 315B. B. Thank you. The second episode for the week, we will now discuss our thoughts on The Last of Us, episode two from HBO Max, the wonderful world they have built. With you for that discussion, Grayson, <laughs> Grayson, Roger, and Chris for the episode discussing Plane, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming, trailer talk, and the box or sorry, and the Oscar nominations. Check out episode 315A posted on Tuesday, 131. Well, gentlemen, we watched episode two of what we thought was a very, very good pilot for the adaption HBO's The Last of Us from mm-hmm. the world of PlayStation. So let's go into the second episode. Same cast. Uh, we have a lot going on. So Roger, why don't you just sum up this episode real, real quick, and then we'll talk. Then we'll talk about it. Um. Okay, so they're outside the uh, our uh, our team of uh, Joel, Ellie, and Tess are outside the wall, and they are trying to move forward and. We encounter some fun things along this, the way. This is walking simulator, is what this is, which is okay. Extreme walking simulator. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, is yeah, that fair. Yeah, sure. I don't there's nothing with... wrong with that. Shows like this kind of need those, I think. Well, but this isn't. You're talking about this episode like it was a throwaway episode, and it no, was... no, no. no? I, I don't mean that. But here's the thing: legitimately, until the very, very end, they don't do a whole lot in this. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but like this is just showing you the scope and the scale of the destruction that we're in learning more about what is out there in that world. How the, how the, uh, was it? The, the orthoceps quadriceps, no quarter quadriceps, quadriceps. How it's the quadriceps, how they how the fungus has evolved, what it can and can't do. We learn a lot about what types of things that there are Mm -hmm. and how things work. So like this, this episode is very important. I think to showing you what, all fucking nightmare fuel was out there. <laughs> so, so, so oh, sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, no I was going to say this is actually a good, that's a good jumping off point for someone like me. I haven't played the games. I have no ties to that. I have no expectations of this, you know, besides what I know, that, what HBO can do with the show. So like th- an episode like this is super important for someone like me, especially because I don't know the rules, right? I don't have preconceived notions of the rules either. I only have what I know from like other media that's like this and things I've kind of heard from like the legacy of what the games were. So this this episode shows me a lot and tells me a lot, which I really appreciated and I was very I was excited the whole time. It was really surprising when the end credits roll and me and my wife both looked at each other and went, it's over already because it one we got a longer episode on the pilot, don't get me wrong, but a lot is told to you in this and you're you're on for the ride and they do a very good job of showing things off. Mm-hmm. And I learned also like afterwards that like this is very they do a very good job of staying very close to the 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 game itself and adapting you know like honestly from the previous material which i also appreciate Mm -hmm. so yeah like like, a lot happens in this and and someone who doesn't have the the game under their belt can really appreciate the world building that they do here because they explain a lot of the rules and there are some changes for people that did play the games to like what they're doing with the series and that's also explained here which is very important to a lot of people well here so i want to talk about a little of how they've expanded some things uh mm-hmm. in in this telling rather than the the presentation we got in the playstation world was so we knew that some of the cities were bombed we didn't know why we get this episode starts with answering that question is so let's talk about the opening of this episode which i thought again was 
a brilliant way to open this episode. Though I, th- I, th- I think it was a little early. I may have, again, I, this is just, I'm just saying what I would have done creatively. I would have saved this opening for like maybe the to start the last the last episode of the one right before it, um, just so you really get a scale of what's going on. But so, maybe, but so like 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 this might be a trend though. They might do a flashback at the beginning of every episode, which is possible. I was just like gonna say maybe different, like different to to yeah, to show you the backstory a little bit yeah. more. That's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. And it's one thing that I like is the, I mean, look, last episode we walked away with, man, things are bleak. And then this episode you walk away with. You know, with, this, this one really brings the up tempo <laughs> yeah. and fun. Yeah. You're right. Well, but uh, what I'm saying I, is somehow they've made it bleaker, which, you know what show does that and does it to great effect? Like it or hate it, Breaking Bad. Every episode, no, like. Oh, you mean like it because it's like the best television show ever fucking Still never made. seen it. it. Is, Not it a single is, episode. Really? really. Every, every episode. A breaking badge, like I have no idea how they're gonna get out of this. I don't have a damn clue. Like especially Sometimes with Tuco and some of those villains, like they're just some of the most menacing people that they've ever put on screen. But so what I like about the beginning is and let me let, let, let me ask you, when when that woman who is one of the top people in her country, which are what, Indonesia maybe? In the field, not just her country. Right, in, in the, the field. field is when she's examining the corpse, did you guys yep. feel like it was gonna something was gonna Listen, happen? I didn't want it to, and I Knowing what I do about like how these things work, just from the first episode, I knew it wasn't gonna get up. But goddamn, I was on, I was tense during Dude, that scene. Dude, when she opens the mouth and it's still like writhing, and it's mm-hmm. like no. Well, like so she puts no. her fingers in there, and I, and I said it out loud. I said, "Don't put your fingers in there. You don't do yeah, that. Don't do that. No. Like, don't you? Haven't you seen a zombie film? <laughs> or don't you, any, don't you have any? Or don't you have any common sense? <laughs> I mean, no. So here's the thing: she she has doctor sense. This is a corpse. I can put my yeah, fingers. There's in this a thing's bullet mouth. hole in this thing's forehead. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, I I want to talk a little bit about the like the beginning too. So Grace, I'll let you finish like what you were saying because like I I have some things I want to say about it because the beginning was it's 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 probably my favorite scene of the whole episode is the whole beginning sequence. Well, I do. That's where I, that's I think that's where the meat of the episode is. Almost is right mm-hmm. in the beginning is because mm-hmm. it's really giving you backstory. I don't think we ever got that in the. I could be wrong. It's been a little bit. Again, I'm. I'm, I'm I don't. Like, I don't but, think we ever got anything like that, which is good because it actually develops the bigger world outside of, you know, Joel and Ellie, mm-hmm. which yeah. they did. I mean, we do. I think in the second one, we learn more of when I know in the and and a lot of the imagery. Roger, correct me if I'm wrong, but again, this is going off years ago. Of a lot of the imagery they borrow, they use in this episode comes from the Last of Us Part Two, and I think it does because the first one was like technically it was really pressing what machines consoles could do in 2013. Well, and I think well, yeah, like the, 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 the leaned over building falling on the other one is straight out of the, their game. One. Yeah. Artwork, and even, so, yeah. even with Ellie sleeping, waking up and like that's imagery straight out of last of us part two. But I mean, look, they can, they can steal whatever they want, but it's their own thing. But what well, I wanted so, to well, well, like, just, just to comment on, on what you just said, uh, there is so much side by side imagery. If uh, someone made, made a great comparison video of it, where like, like there is a lot of imagery pulled from the last of us, not the last of us two or like the art books too. There's so many just shot oh, yeah. for shots. Absolutely. This, which Dude, is that, impressive. That side by side of Pedro Pascal is Joel. And oh the... yeah. <laughs> yep. Dude. And, and importantly though, how she wakes up in that, uh, in that, like that, that ball, it is something from the second one, but it's more important. It's, um, it's highlighting the butterfly that, that floats by at the of same course. time. Of course. And, and then that's, it, it, that's a big, the butterfly is a big deal. Yeah, it, well, it is because it, it it seems like I, I remember there's a lot of butterflies in in the first episode with us with Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. 
So like it, I I think that like that's kind of like tying tying her to Joel in a way. But yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. sorry, didn't mean to pull you. No, off. talk about uh, your your interest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the beginning, like as someone who doesn't know anything, and I'm trying to watch these episodes first and absorb everything I can, mm-hmm. and then like draw some comparisons, and then look at to see like you know like what's actually going on, and like seeing if like if the TV show is doing like the game justice, and if they're doing a good job of that, like you learn where the virus starts and it start like, this isn't just another part of the world dealing with this. This is ground zero is what they're saying. This is where everything begins. This isn't them dealing with it. Cause like over the radio in episode one, you hear them talk about uh, what, what, like whatever this, the city's called. So like you hear that in episode one yep. and, and then we're there. Well, you're they, they're in Jakarta. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear about, which is like, a populace of like 11 million. Yeah. You hear about happenings in Jakarta on the radio in episode one. Mm-hmm. Then we're in Jakarta, and you hear about the um, it's it, it the the fla- the flower factory, mm-hmm. which if in the first episode, they're the grandmother's getting fed biscuits, they're baking cookies, and Joel's on Atkins, and I know like about some dietary gluten stuff, free, baby, which you stay away from gluten and stuff like that, and then uh, like like they don't get a birthday cake, so like it's telling you how this all begins. And I like Jakarta's ground zero for this thing, and it makes mm-hmm. it over to like to us. So I like Little the fact snippets. I like how they do that subtly. And then like the other thing is this beginning felt very Chernobyl like, which I'm a huge fan. And the guy that worked on it works on this. I know I've said that a couple of times, but especially when she's going to see the corpse, mm-hmm. the hallway being long and the way it's lit, the mute, the music that's playing, it's like it feels straight out of Chernobyl, and it just it felt very like oh god. What's next? You know, this is bad. Yeah, it's and depressing. The beginning is very well done. And then when she's talking to the, the military guy and he asks her, you know, what to do, like how she's shaking, like she's got her glass shaking. I thought that was a good touch because like what she's realizing, like there's only one way to, to, to hope to fix this. Yeah. And she tells him to bomb the city. Yeah. And the he, city that she's in. Yeah. And the look on that guy's face, he's just like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. how, how do we it, stop huh? this? She's like. You need to bomb the city. Yeah. Yep. Well, the whole see, city. Chris, your instincts are right, and I don't know if you caught it, but Craig Mazin did write and direct this episode, so it it okay. is it makes sense yep. that it is very Chernobyl like, and at hundred mm-hmm. percent, it felt it felt like it. Yeah, your instincts are dead on on that one, and you're right about the whole th- that first when we're when when he sits her down and he's like, okay, what do we do? And she says, you know, nothing. There is mm-hmm. no vaccine for this. You kill it now, or we're all dead. And like, I love to have the cameras slowly like tracking in on her. She, he says, "Well, what do we do?" And then she says one word that we understand: bomb, bomb everything. Like, it just that is so chilling. And he says, and she said, "Can you drive me back?" Yeah, I want to yep. be with my family. With my family. Yep. It like even so that leads you to believe that not only did she go back to her family, but they bombed that city and it's still, the outbreak still got outside of Jakarta. Oh yeah. So like this thing is, is unstoppable. And I like, there's a lot of, I'm hoping that they maintain this kind of slow pacing all the way through. Mm -hmm. Not that what, what I mean now I want to ask you guys a question and I don't want to get too much into this, but, and I I refer to, you know, what was it? I, I call it the Brad Pitt show because Dude survives everything. He survives mm-hmm. several waves of zombies. He survives a fucking plane, plane crash. crash. <laughs> Him and, of course, the other person he needs both survive and everyone else is dead. So the risk that you run with making this thing, like slow boating this thing is it becomes the Joel show of 
God, they just do everything. Um, and there are a couple of benchmark things that they haven't gotten to yet. Bloaters are going to be a big deal. Bloaters are the big bad of this world for right now. It's like bloaters are just you never, ever have enough ammunition or or items to deal with the bloater. Ever. Yeah, see, I, I don't even know what that is. But it's, I mean? it's a whole like, different thing. But so when, with respect to this episode is what they've done a great job in is carrying over from the first episode is keeping that sense of absolute hopelessness and making it worse. Mm-hmm. Because yes, what what we don't get of a lot of Roger and I know we talked about this before we started recording is we don't get a lot of movement forward as far as the story goes. But no, damn it, when they're in the Boston Museum, if that's not mm-hmm. if that's not you taking shallow breaths on your couch watching that yeah. pins and needles, I don't know what is because damn it, that is that is so well done and it shows you absolutely that with clickers. You are never fully prepared. No matter, nope. even if even if you're on the, even if you're playing, I think you can play the new game plus, and you have the upgraded weapons that you've upgraded from the first one from all the workbenches. Even if you have all that equipment, they still kill you in like one. If if you allow them to close the gap, you're dead every single time. So, well, this episode. Well, go, sorry, go ahead. Oh, just like in in regards to the clickers, I liked how the like when it opens up with them. They're talking about you know things and like they're they're helping the the audience get perspective on like what the rules are and what's going on. But like mm-hmm. you know they're doing it through Ellie, which I think is a good touch. Yeah. But like she talks about how you know you know all oh, you know there's spores that blow up in the air and they can kill you that way. And they're like, oh, no, that's silly. And then she's like, yeah. And then like you know there's some that where their head split and they have red eyes and and you know blah blah blah. And they're like super quiet. Like, oh. she's like wait, yeah, well, it's like, real as an audience member. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, they didn't laugh like they did the first time, and she just kind of like keeps kicking rocks and talking. You know, doesn't no. notice that they didn't say. I, it. I do, I do appreciate that we get to see the clicker very mm-hmm. accurate gain to the game. Yeah, um, I do like the whole thing about being able to trigger how it's like a living thing, how the fungus is a living thing, how it can they're all can connected, basically, basically yep. like a trip wire. Yeah, and so, so I'll I, send them running. I really like that, and that's something that. If, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but that isn't a part of the game, right? That that's something that they've changed because, like, well, so hold on. We know that they're all in the game. You you're you're aware they're all connected. You there, okay. there's nothing like that in okay. the game. But you, yeah, yeah, because like yeah. She, uh, she, Tess talks about like some networks and stuff, mm-hmm. like being underground, and like if if any of the of, of the um of the infected that you're interacting with are are in, are actually like touching this connected network like one to one, it will alert the other ones. It's it, it, it's like an information highway for them. Yep. Which is super terrifying to think about, and we get to see it play out in the episode, which I thought was awesome because it, it makes it feel super tense. And there's a line delivery in that point, which I think is was was like perfect when he looks out the window or goes outside and like listens and then looks. He comes back and says and says we it says like he says like you know we we have we have maybe a minute and like oh okay not like oh yeah, we have a few minutes or yeah. you know, we need to go. It's like it's maybe. like it's like we have maybe a minute. Oh, this is happening now. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, because it takes them like third, like twenty minutes of screen time to get from where they were when they mm-hmm. saw that, like that nest of them, yeah. that hive of them, to where they go. Well, because they're they're weaving through exactly, and, and, the and, city. Like, and you don't learn, and like well, as someone who was watching it, I didn't really think of that. Mm-hmm. But then, like when he's like, "We have a minute," because like it's like, why is it? Oh, because they're just going straight to them because they can. Yeah, be, whole different lands. The the one thing at the beginning too, if you weren't paying super close attention to what they were saying they were talking about going to the capital mm-hmm. and they said it's about a 10 minute walk straight through there yeah and it takes them like six hours yeah. 
to get through there up the building and down the side and mm-hmm. out the side and through the the fucking creepy museum and yep. all that stuff. I do like that you know a hatchet comes into play though. Always always need a good solid hatchet. Yep. <laughs> so which, never underestimate which that. gets worn out quite. I mean it's it's easy to lose those things. Yeah. Um, what one thing I also loved was the conversation on the balcony and how we saw the sunlight hit the infected on the ground. We saw like, we saw the reaction to the sunlight and that's yeah. when Tess explained. I mean, because the interesting thing here, I mean, one of the selling points I think here is Ellie is 14. Ellie is 14 into a 20 year pandemic of a, yeah. as not some kind of virus outbreak. So like, yeah, she'd never been outside the walls. Yep. And like some of the, some of the best conversations in part one come from, her asking Joel, what was life like before all of this? And that's mm-hmm. one thing we haven't broached yet, but Tess delivering, giving her some of that information that's she has yet to like. So we're being, I mean, Chris, you specifically are being given that information because you don't have experience with this yet. Also, yeah. I mean, the, all the information has to funnel through Ellie because she's the one that knows the least amount of the world. So like that's how we get our information. You know, it's a whole like Sam and Transformers. Like, well, Sam's a human; we're human. So that's how we understand the scale of Transformers is you know through Sam. But so that's what I like about the conversation is very, very real. And yeah. one thing I like about it is it's not no one is nice to each other because I don't think there really would be in this situation. They're using her to get something, and they're not. They don't want Ellie. Ellie doesn't want to be with them, but they have to tolerate each other for right now. And Tess kind of calmly explains the situation is no, 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 Ellie. I don't think you get it. How this things can change in a second here. You yeah. have to be more careful. Like that's one conversation I loved, and that's kind of when Joel starts to ease up with her because of what Tess just told her. You know, that's the mm-hmm. first time Joel like tried small talk with Ellie of trying to, trying to bond. And- yeah, a yep. little bit. And of course, that's that's very necessary in the next episode because you won't, you know, there's no more tests to filter any kind of conversation through. Spoiler. What? Well, I mean, look, millions of people played the game. If you don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> um, oh, and, yeah, it, and it happens very similarly too, like it, like dead on similarly. There's that forced fight in the museum with the clickers, which mm-hmm. you barely get through the first time through the game because you just don't have the weapons or the items to deal with it, and then mm-hmm. the story forces something to happen and of course ellie's the one that points it out which i think is even better because joel didn't even realize well i don't think joel wants to see it you know what i mean no he's got blinders on that yeah you know that's his girl you know and he i don't think he wants to see it you know that's his that's his obvious that's his girl and it's his girl you know what i mean like that that's his ride or die and it's kind of his romantic fling um which i mean makes the whole test thing that much that much more unbearable for us for watching it's like it's so heartbreaking but you know in that moment joel does commit one of the one of the i think uh, as far as people in that situation in video games and in film is they don't pick up all the ammo that they could in that situation yeah i was thinking the same thing like you know hey maybe grab one or two grenades for yourself Uh uh-huh yeah yeah. or like one of those stuff a fucking bag full as fast as you can anything gets in it's great yep one of those AKs and reload, reload, yeah. reload. <laughs> Take AKs and twenty-seven clip. I Me, mean, come on! There were guns laying everywhere around there. There was, you know. And also, what has to be just as invaluable as that was all the fuel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because fuel's I not mean, being made either. Well, I, don't, I, I don't think they're rolling a barrel out of there though. Well, well here's the thing though: like that truck sitting out front, mm-hmm. that truck is functional. Yeah, it got just there. Fucking get in it. Yep. <laughs> 
Well, you can't though. All that, ah! no- <laughs> all that noise it would make. But I mean, it's yeah, true. Again, I so- mean, what's the matter? It's already on fire. Let's go. Hmm. I, I I love some of the, especially when they get in the um, they get they they go in and it's if if you're paying attention to detail when Joel goes in the Boston Museum, he doesn't hit the door. And when the other two go in, which you see because the camera's up watching them go in, is they don't. They also do not disturb the door. I'm I'm really glad they didn't because that it kind of betrays the rules of the world if you don't pay attention to your characters bumping into things. Doors squeak. Doors make noises. Doors, oh, yeah. you know. Yep. So I'm that little detail. I'm also I'm again I'm floored that this is all going so well because it this very easily could have been ah uh, it could have been bad hundred million hundred million dollar disaster. So let me ask you guys something since you guys are, you know, Grace, I know you're a huge fan of the game. and I know, you know, Roger, you've played the game. It's very good. Yeah. So like, do you guys feel okay with like the decisions they've made to like change some stuff around? Because like, for example, the big thing we talked about last episode was the blooming uh, corpse on the wall Mm -hmm. and how like you guys like remember like, well, that's a big deal because, you know, I think Grace and you said it on the show was you know, you know, you have to have a mask on to be near that, except for Ellie. Mm-hmm. So, like, they didn't have a mask on, so why, you know, why, why not? And then, like, we just mentioned, you know, that, like, that there's no airborne they spores. They haven't tackled the spores at all in any capacity. So. Well, I, I think they, I think they're doing away with it, but mm-hmm. now there's that, like, that, 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 like, super high, like, the information highway forms. Like, are you guys okay with them deviating from those kinds of things in this? Because it, it's not game fateful at this point, not 100%. They're making some creative choices to make it work better for, I think, the like an adaptation you know what i mean sure so how do you guys feel about that so personally i'm okay with it because i think that you know making small changes as long as you're consistent and it fits into the world because like that's fine by me Mm -hmm. because look the one thing you know we we just came off a a, like an airborne based pandemic might not have been the greatest time to (laughs) put put that in play i'm being serious i I, I, I didn't think about i think that that may have fit into it but to make the change with the like the super highway thing that's a nifty change because, like, that could be more valuable or more detrimental or more powerful to the story mm-hmm. than just some spores. Yeah, gotcha. So, yep. yeah, because I mean, listen, how deep does that run? How far does it go? Yeah. Imagine some like some super hive someplace with like with just like hundreds and hundreds well, and hundreds of these things, or, and then like or and, hundreds of miles away. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. And hundreds of miles away, you take that off, and then like the end of the episode ends with like a whole bunch of things like getting up and starting taking off, mm-hmm. and like. They just never stop coming. Yeah, then, like, then oh, you get the un- unstoppable horde. Yeah, so. like you know, it, it just it. I think it it has a neat impact mm-hmm. on something like that. What about you, Grace? And how do you feel about them like adding or changing the stuff from the video game in this well, sense? Well, I mean, if you give me a list, the spores. I I can't remember specifically when that is a thing, but I, I know that Ellie's immune, so you have to use her several times when there's mm-hmm. spores that Joel cannot breathe. Is I'm that's you know we talk all the time, especially Chris. You and I get in these arguments. That I think we talk past each other, and or we're just not same on the language that we're using. Of you kind of have to, you have to change some things when you're adapting yeah. an anime or or a video game or whatever you're adapting things, especially with like the the Last of Us being like a hyper realistic world, the one we exist in. Like you have to make some concessions, and I think that's a good concession. Mm-hmm. Is you opt out of the spores and you, then you bring in the information superhighway for the infected. Yeah. Uh, everything so. you touch could bring your death down upon you in the matter of minutes yep. or an hour. That's mm-hmm. far more impactful than the spores would be. Yeah. Plus, I mean, think about like two, like, uh, like I think I saw something like, I think they did, they did like an after the episode, like, like info dump too. Or like, imagine them having to shoot a whole bunch of scenes with a gas mask on. Like, like nobody wants to do that because it no. takes away from stuff too. So, 
that's you know i think i think that's a good call for a lot of reasons and you know i know it's going to bother some people yeah but at the same time it 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 changes the way like you know the world works for the people that know the story so it's kind of like okay you know like there's something new for you guys too whereas like you know before you're all you're kind of like waiting for the next thing to happen so like this i I think it gives opportunity to like you know kind of like you know keep everyone on their toes a little bit even the people that have more information than others that way it's exciting for you guys too at certain points I agree. I agree with that yeah, 100%. That's fine. Good, good assessment, sir. Good assessment. Yeah, no, it's good. It's There are concessions that have to be made, but I'm so far, I am I have not been unhappy with anything. I'm not quite sold on Ellie yet. Um, okay. Joel took me about 13 seconds to be okay with Joel. Well, you think she's going to die? No, well, no, 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 no. I'm oh, not, damn. I'm just, not, I'm just fucking... I'm not sold on um, Bella Ramsey as Ella. Uh, Ellie, sorry. I'm not... I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's a wonderful... I just don't think she's Ellie, but that's, again... This is me guarding, you know, one of my most wanted adaptions very close to my own chest is like who I wanted and what I so wanted. So far as someone who has I mean tie to it, I think I, I think she's doing a great job. Like I don't I, I I don't hate her like in the role. Like I don't I don't cringe at like some of her lines. I think she's doing a, fi- a good job from like an actor standpoint. So I'm ha- I'm happy with that. Well, you, you you couldn't you couldn't be I think the guy who voiced Joel probably could have done the role if he if they really wanted to, which I'm sure that they they ruled that out pretty early. Um, mm-hmm. The girl that did that voiced Ellie, though, is she? I mean, she does not look like a fourteen-year-old girl. Ashley Johnson. Yeah, that's the voice, but she doesn't have the look. So you, you, you really. And, and I think once they realized you couldn't do Ellie, then you had to recap. I mean, it couldn't be one and not the other. You had to do both or neither. So mm-hmm. I think that's. But yeah, that's one of the things I'm still not okay with. But I mean, I'm as far as this. I don't think as far as like me adapting in my own head and like. HBO's like, hey Grayson, hundred million dollars, ten episodes. You're directing. What do you do? I, I think they've. This is exactly what I would have, like. Hundred percent. Everything has been right so far, at least in my mind. Okay, good. So, yeah, no, um, it, it seems to be working well. I'm, I'm here for it. And Chris, if you could do a favor, I know you might be, you know, tempted to play, but nope, if you not could, at all. okay, good. Well, I want to keep your, I want to keep your perspective separate from mine and Rogers. No, no. Of, yeah. I, 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 single player games aren't my thing already. They're not my jam. I don't own a PlayStation anyway at this point, so I couldn't play it. Well, I could on a PC. I could allegedly grab it from the internet, but whatever. But like, allegedly, it's hypothetically. I could help you with that. <laughs> but like, no, no. I, I actually kind of allegedly. Like, I kind of like the fact that I have no idea like what I'm in for, and I, I've enjoyed seeing this the way that I have, and I think that it would actually sully my my viewing of it if I like jumped ahead real quick and like started playing the game so I can see what happens. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. Well, good. Um, let me ask you then, from your, from your perspective, is mm-hmm. what do you think is coming? Now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna confirm or deny anything you say. So I'm just curious. As the two episodes we've had so far, what do you think yeah. is coming? Uh I think people are gonna die. Well, <laughs> that's so not what I was. Hey, for, but... hey, yes. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yes. I'm so smart. Hey, you're you're really on the right track now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if I had to guess. Trying to trying this way, like I, I know some things about the game sphere. Like I know there's a second game with Ellie in it, so Ellie Ellie's gonna make it. It's like hey, that, that's something. Joel's there too. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so just, I'm throwing okay. at the other character. So like, so like, like I don't know how. Like I don't know if if Joel's gonna make all the way through. I don't know if his brother Tommy's gonna be around. Like I I, I know they're gonna be relu- reluctant at first. They're gonna bond. It's gonna be great, and then you know bad things will happen. You know around them. So, uh, I I would argue. It'll never really be great. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, that's it is it, though. It is. It'll be a working relationship. Okay, <laughs> it's a working relationship, but it's it's 
it's one that the entire second game is based on. Okay. So, gotcha. I mean, that's the whole thing is like, you, you, yes, there is an extraordinarily yeah. huge lie tied to this game that, you know, goes into the second one. But well, so two plot points I think are big that like I'm guessing on right now, just from what I've seen. And then, and, and then I'll, I'll be done talking about this episode is that I think Ellie lied when they asked her if she was alone when she got bit. I bet she wasn't. Um, that's the first thing. And then the second thing about this episode is that I think that Fedra is far more involved in the in the in the not so good things that are happening around than what like it's led on so far. Like, those are the two things I think I could take away from what I've seen so far that I'm just guessing on down the road. Well, Fedra's like you, the you'll be see how that plays out. Fedra's yeah. like the government that you know everyone loves to hate, but that's yeah. Fedra's just trying to. They're just trying to. You sound like Fedra a Fedra does. sympathizer right there. No, or, I'm, or, or, but I'm, are you I'm, team Fedra? Well, look, I, he ain't team Joel and Ellie. Oh, so all right, all right. What, gotcha, what do you mean yeah, I'm not team? Sense. What do you mean I'm not team Jelly? Of course, you I'm wouldn't team make Joel it outside the wall. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I would. Oh my god, I absolutely would. No, you yes, would yes, not. Yes, yes. Oh, and you would, Roger. You listen. You'd have been the guy that you know he bought <laughs> cigarettes from that got fucking killed the first episode. Yeah, maybe. Probably. You're probably right. Um, I like to envision myself in this world, but it's terrifying. I'm sure, to, you do. It's terrifying to envision. Like I don't just like you fought Megan in the hallway to a standstill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And so, I'm and I'm gonna defeat Ghostface in one hand. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so so we're not gonna talk about episode three. We've already discussed that, right? No, no, we're gonna take a little break for a while. We have, th- we, we have things to catch up with with the Oscars coming up, and there are some things coming out that'll you know that are yeah. that are you know theatrical that'll fill our time. So I am excited after we see a few more episodes, if there's room for us to come back and talk about this, you know, like, you know, episode five or six, well, seven. I, I, I would really definitely, in. no matter what we decide to do, I'd like to talk about this at least when the season wraps. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least. Maybe, I, I think maybe a that. little bit before that. I mean, we, here's the thing. We can always squeeze it in, you yeah, know, true. for a couple minutes. But yeah, like, like I'm right now itching because like it's nine o'clock or a little past nine when we're recording and yep. it's like man i want to i want to watch the, the the next episode already not gonna wait a little bit i just, I just wait till monday probably so gonna wait till tuesday to watch it, it. tuesday yeah i man. got things going on mondays and then you know tuesday's the first night that me and my wife are both there to watch it so if i watch it without her i'll get i'll be divorced so i, can't, I gotta wait so that's the that's yeah. the thing that's the thing hbo does so well at it is so good at is it make you like god i want to watch the next one so bad it feels good to have something to look forward to every week though because i haven't had that in so long like this reminds me of like season five game of thrones five and six game of thrones uh like you know the, the earlier seasons of walking dead like i'm i'm ready to see this weekly and i haven't had that in a very long time one thing i so, will say though is seeing this gives me hope for a, a faithful days gone adaptation which I love. I love. I platinumed it's it. Too much zombie though. Days Gone's okay. It's yeah. not. But, but it's not Last of like, Us. We we, ju- we just we just wrapped up the original Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. We have the Last of Us right now. Let, let's let's put that on the back burner. This gives me hope for other stories being adapted in like a good way. Now, like we have a few things coming down the pipeline that are going to be comparable, and I think. I think the next Warcraft thing with uh, Cavill as Arthas. I think that's going to crash and burn. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do it right. I'm I'm up I know I'm I'm in Grayson's seat where I'm like I'm pessimistic about it because I've been burnt before kind of thing but it's like like I think we're going to see a stark difference between what HBO does with the items that they put money into and they they spend all that money to make money and know that it's going to be a good product whereas I bet out of something like the Warcraft Arthas thing that's coming down the road I think they are trying to just make a quick 
you know, make money off of something that like, you know, will do good in the space and they're, they don't care about, you know, I don't think they care about it. Like whoever's producing it, we'll have to see, but you know, we, we have some other things down the line that we're gonna be able to compare this to. And I just hope things are good because these they're possible if they put the right love into it. And this show's proving that. Episode well, you're, episode you're right. But this is also, I think the show is, I think we've gotten the insane amount of detail we have because Druckmann's part of it. And there's, there, there's, there's, if you want to get into it, I don't, I haven't even gotten into a whole bunch of it, but there's a thing with Bruce Draley and Neil Druckmann were the two minds behind last of us. And Bruce Draley has not been credited once people are pointing out at all. And, Druckmann is having to answer these questions on social media is why he hasn't been so but maybe he didn't want to be a part of well, it. Well no no he definitely he's 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 also asking why but he I I know that the, we're getting insane detail that we are because Druckmann is involved and I'm well this might be a first though is no I'm, but I'm I'm saying because one of the the original creator of this is involved in the making of the adaption well, and I think going I, I, forward we need that what, what I'm saying, yeah, what I'm saying is, is there no, there's no reason why you can't do that with every one of these things that get adapted. There's well, no reason why you can't. There, there is, though. I mean, because listen, clearly, it, it's the old adage: you have to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. You can't do this if you're not true enough to pay for what you need to do to make it happen. Oh yeah. Because like, look, this isn't cheap. It's 150 million dollars for what we're getting. Okay. You couldn't do this level of that for 50 million. You just couldn't. Like it, it's clearly to this point, you can't cheap out on things, yeah. which is something that definitely happened in the Halo move. The Halo, oh god, thing. yeah. Because look, they're like, we're going to change, it. and they're like, well, we don't want to spend the kind of money to do that. Use your cute little budget, yeah. huh? No, they just if you're going to do it, do it mm-hmm. and do it fucking right. Yep. People yeah, will I give agree. you creative liberty to do it. I mean, obviously, stuff has already changed. Just make it worth it, and no one will complain about it. Well, only reason I bring up the Days Gone thing is spending money the right way is because they've already we we know that Sony through data mining has they have two movies that they want to do with Days Gone. So instead of doing the episodic route, they're going to go the film route, which or the the feature route, which you know that's one. I mean, they probably would be wise to do that instead of follow one zombie show up with another zombie show. Um, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, strike when the iron's hot, don't you? Don't you? I mean, don't you agree with that? Adam? Just give me episodic Metal Gear, motherfucker. Oh man, oh, man. I got some, <laughs> I got some interesting news on that that I can't talk about, but I do have interesting news on that. Anyway, but explode. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm. So we move to end this discussion then about episode two. I'm very happy with where we've gone. We didn't go very far forward with like story progression, but damn it, we got a lot of information. Mm-hmm. We saw clickers who are very deadly. Um, we lost a very key pivotal character. Oh, key and pivotal, I don't know, but... Well, Tess is important. Oh, all right. Who's clicking? Are you, are you clicking because you're a clicker? I thought your house. No. Roger's doing that to be a clicker. I, I, I get it. But. I would never do that. <laughs> um, but you, you, you I guys... I love he had to ask, like, twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my, my, my brain first goes, but why are you doing He's that in an audio podcast? What are you doing? <laughs> Well, it's no, audio. Yeah, it's it's audio. Why are you doing that in audio? But you know, we pick that up anyway. It's so. What? Just last thoughts on episode two. Uh, my last thoughts are: so far, I'm in. This has been good. I hope they keep this up, and I hope it stays quality throughout, and they don't crumble at the end. I'll ride with this until they fuck it up. There you go. And uh, so we, far, so good, baby. We, we we still have a bloater to come. I'm sure we still have Bill the giraffe. We have all kinds of great story Bill's moments to come soon. I've seen like Bill's going to be. I've heard chatter episode. Bill. Okay, no, I think it's episode four. 
I I, I would guess well, so he's in the pre he's in the preview for this week's. That's episode. the uh, that's the that's my girl guy, right? From uh, it's Nick Offerman. Yeah, Offerman. The what, give, what show give, is he from? I, Parks and Rec. Give me all Parks the, and Rec. That's it. Give me yeah, all the okay. eggs and bacon you have. All the yeah. eggs and bacon. Yeah, that's he's he's wonderful. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. If he's on the uh, and by the way, did you notice? I must have missed it last, but the opening does have at the, at the end of the opening. It says based on the PlayStation series, The Last yeah. of Us. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, that was last time. I didn't catch it, and I, I oh, they were I didn't fun. realize this was based off a video game. I hadn't heard that yet. Oh yeah, you know you didn't know. <laughs> wow. wow, troll you are, Roger. Troll you are. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Well, all right, gentlemen. Yeah, jeez. This has been episode 315B of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I have no Twitter. No Twitter. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. And other social media platforms, always posting things there. We're still on YouTube. If you want to get a, if you want to see Roger wear aviators and pretty much abuse me in every way, watch those. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast yes. at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Banshees of Inishirin on and HBO Max. Three of Last of Us. No, and Shotgun oh. Wedding with Jennifer Lopez on on uh, Amazon Prime. Sure, it's not Last of Us episode three. I'm positive, my friend.